Head coach Paul Sather of UND Men's Basketball joining us on this uh, Tuesday night of Hawk Talk all across the home of Academy Radio Network. And uh, the North Dakota men uh, opened up Summit League play Ooh. this past weekend. And I let, I'll let let Tim lead off. Oh, oh let's not talk about it. <laughs> Honest that's to goodness. Perf- that's a perfect guy to let us lead off on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honest yeah. to goodness. It's a, a, lot, I always, a lot of I, reckless closeouts. I turn way. out. Yeah. I turn out. I turn in and listen to Paul uh, all the time. Whether it's on TV or not, I listen to Paul. Yeah. St. Thomas game, halftime, see ya. Yeah. I I punched it off. But, I mean, you can can wash something like that away. Then what I – to me, what I was thinking was I was thinking, how are they going to respond the next game when you go down to Brookings? And I thought you responded quite well, don't you think? Yeah. I mean – for the most part, we did, right? I I still feel like when you go back and you watch that film and – you look at some of the things we did throughout that game, and, and like we've watched a film with a team, and there's just there's still a lot of stuff in that game where I'm just like, man, like we just were better than this, and and who who knows what it is? I mean, like I thought the energy that we had going into Christmas, kind of coming off Utah Tech and Nebraska, and just was was really good. Um, for whatever reason, coming back, like we're we're grinding a little bit right now, but like I like I like what I'm seeing in practice. Um, St. Thomas was the complete opposite of what we were that yeah. night. Like they just they had a high level energy going. There's a toughness played. there. Well, there, that, there that, is, and, yeah. and it just it just we and, and like for us, I think we've been resilient. I think we've had toughness. I don't think we've we've been that team that just shows up without any energy. I think we've been good that way, but boy, we weren't that night. And you know, and and you know, our guys know it. They wear that a little bit, and sure. and. and and so, like, we're, well, you we're, would we're searching. Would, and, right? You know, the thing we talked is, like, I think sometimes you can get wrapped up and worried, and, and I'm sure, like, other sports are, are no different. Like, you can get worried about offense, but when you go back and watch us defensively and some of the things we gave up possession-wise, like, that's where we got to keep our focus. Let's, like, get our focus back on defending, get our focus on rebounding, get our focus on making winning plays, 50-50 balls, on first to the floor. Um, you, you get the energy going and, and stop worrying about some of the things like maybe maybe the shots aren't falling the way they want. Don't let that impact the other side of the floor. And I think we're, we, we were a little bit the other direction, and, and it's easy to do. And, and even from a coaching standpoint, it's easy to sit and worry more about some offensive stuff. But when you're watching the film, it's like, you know what, the truth of the matter is, let's, we, you know, the, 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 the grit, the toughness, the, where we got to get better is we got to focus in on defense and make that more important because – We've been a pretty good defensive team this yes. year, um, but we sure haven't been the last two games. We not not from any kind of consistency or from the from the even start in to Brookings, finish. really. No, no, and even in Brookings. In Brookings, we we gave up. We gave up. I, I can't even tell you how many layups just on broken coverages, and like we can't we can't be that way. And I, I you know I pointed out to our guys with under five, we were down seven, and we could sit here and point to catastrophic turnovers that led to layups. Okay, a catastrophic turnover is a lot like a reckless closeout. <laughs> yes. And a catastrophic <laughs> turnover go. that leads literally to a layup. We've seen those in uh, overtime and, and, games on hockey. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And it's yes. a lot the same in hockey, right? When you've yeah. had that turnover and it's a quick score, it's just like yep. – and, and, you know, how many times did we do that in the first half when we had an 8- to 10-point lead or a quick shot where, where – and, and then you take that second half and, and there we got it back to seven for a second. Yeah. Or as they say nowadays, a minute. Yeah, <laughs> which was a second, right? Yeah, but we got it there for a minute, and 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 I'm telling you, it was gone. And, and 
But you had it to seven, and I could go back and honestly find ten possessions where whether it's offense or defense, and a lot of it defensively, where we did not make them work. And there was some positives. There were some good things. There was no doubt. We came out. We got off to a good start. But it's got to be better. So, it's, it's just yeah, but the be response – from the yeah, same well, Thomas my game. goodness. That's have what I said. That's what I was a, most interested yeah. in to see. Yeah. Because if you came out and laid an egg against South Carolina, I went, yeah. oh, so, he's losing the room here. Yeah. So here, here's, no, it didn't happen that way. Yeah. Because yeah. You, you guys have film on – we'll talk about the opponents coming up, and, and you guys do your scouts that way. You show the actions yeah, of what, do, what, there, what, yeah. what teams do. But you also show corrections film. So if you show a pose- possession where – we really didn't even – maybe we had one pass and a shot. Yeah. What, what is the response of the individual when they see that? Or what, what, how, what, are their, what would be their explanation? Well, you know, that? I think our focus a little bit has been more on, you know, hey, what's been working for us? And, right. And, you know, one thing that, that – there's, there's a couple things that's noticeable is there's too, like we're, there's too many threes going up. Okay. Our two-point percentage is, is, is like 53 or 54%, which – is good. It's it's not like off the charts great, but it's pretty good. Um, our our three point percentage isn't, um, and 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 so like we've got to we got to bring that down. And and so it, for us, it's talking about how how can we do that? It's you can show them the clips ab- absolutely, but the numbers really support and back up. You know when we get the ball, even even if we don't score it when it goes to the post. Like our points per possession when it goes inside to the post, and we talk about heart. We do that stuff all the time, right? But yep. And, and, and uh, you know what? What's happened is, and and you know when 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 you got, I think we had an eight point lead, and we came down and we settled for some early quick shots, and all of a sudden that eight point lead turns into, right? Yep. And you you know live by the sword, die by the sword. You, you know, like like Tyree made a, a, an early three, mm-hmm. Trayson made his early three. Like, we had some early threes in that game that went in. Sure. And, the, you know, we're up eight. We got ten. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you got you to gotta make sure we're understanding from a 40-minute standpoint. Like, we've got to be better offensively as far as the shots we get. Um, and, I, and I think overall, leading up to it, I think it's been okay. But lock in defensively because the more stops we can get, I think, that's where us. That's where we we are at our best when we can kind of get the ball and go, and play with some pace early. But when we don't have it, slow it down. Let's let's get that thing inside and let's play from that inside out. And teams are really they're they're really making it hard on us inside because they are really holding the lane. Yeah. They're they're, they're not guarding a couple guys. But don't they're, you they're, have to keep going inside. in there though? You, you do. And wear them you down. do. You do. But it gets really crowded in there. Sure, it gets really crowded but. in there. It's it, you know, it's like trying to score from the blue line sometimes. Like when 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 everybody's standing in front of the net, it gets really difficult. And you know, how can we space them out? And we we've got to get movement going. We got to get player movement going. We got to get them in positions where if they're not guarding certain guys certain ways, we're still putting them in a position where they're keeping their guy more attentive. And I just every time we kind of got to the landing in South Dakota State, they had an extra guy holding us inside, and 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 so. It's you know we, you know it's troublesome right now when our three point percentage is what it is and, and and we gotta we gotta make sure that we're still trying to find ways to get player movement ball movement and and, and get the shots that we want to get and not just settle for open ones because we're open. It, it's that clogged area like that Dartmouth sophomore goaltenders, six eight two hundred and forty pounds. 
Our, our late friend Scott Swigman always oh. used to say, "Just put a big fat guy <laughs> in goal." A big fat guy, guy in goal, goal. and they but, and they got six foot eight. But you know, as much, and, and I've watched more basketball lately. Yeah, and it, they keep peppering the inside, keep peppering the inside, and then it opens up things on the outside. Yeah. Whether or not you're getting anything out of it, from yeah. The I mean, we, I, think we put least, up, I think we put up thirty-seven of them the other night, right? Yeah. Is that what the number was? Yeah. Seven three. It's, it's, it's too many. And it's too many, and it, you know I think we it's were one. Of, with I think we were one of fifteen in the second half. I yeah. Think, right. Um, and and so it's it's well, it, what's difficult is sometimes they're wide open rhythm threes, and and we got to you know right now there's a couple guys that were were closer to that thirty five percentile last year from three, and we're grinding a little bit. It's not coming as the ball's not going in right now as easily as what it was. So it's it's being a little more patient and finding that seam and getting it inside and and I, and I still think like the, the thing we've emphasized from from the day one of them is is the cutting without the ball and sometimes when you change a little bit and you throw you throw a guy like Tyree in the mix and you talk about a ball screen like we're, we're probably more in a ball screen mode sometimes with Tyree on the floor and it gets guys standing a little too much watching but we him don't, yeah. but we don't want him to stand. And, and even in practices and stuff, stuff we do with, with ball screens, like <clears throat> you still get cutting actions. You still get player movement. And w- there's times that we're standing, and, and especially the last two games, I think is when I've noticed it the most. And it's, it's, it's our correction. It's what we're trying to work on. That along with our defense, we, we just got to get back to having some – like our energy, effort, and enthusiasm hasn't been what it needs to be. And, and no, I mean, sometimes, really? it's, sometimes it's a little bit simpler than what you try to make it. You, you try to overcomplicate it, and at the end of the day, man, we got to, you know, especially you know when you look at St. Thomas, play harder. Yeah, play harder, man. Bring some more energy. Bring some life. You know, what's your individual responsibility to what you're bringing to our team? And you, you can always find an excuse if you want one, but it doesn't do you any good. Like at the end of the day, we got to be better than what we were, mm-hmm. right? It's just period. We got to be better than what we were, what, and what? that that it starts with you know what at the top. Be tougher. Play harder. Compete better. And, and I thought we tried to do that a little bit better in South Dakota State, but it's still not to the level that we need to be. But I was going to say that one player that seems to be closer to that, uh, that you can hang your hat on, we know that Brady Danielson has been that over the years. But I he think, brings but, that but, every but, game, but, right? but Eli King, uh, just maybe the numbers aren't always there, but I think – you know, when you go to him, he's fairly reliable what you're going to get effort-wise. Yeah, it's and, and he'll get down on himself because he's such a competitor and he wants to do good. And he may not make a play that he, he wants to make, but he'll, he'll just keep coming. He'll you, keep playing. You see it. And, and what you saw the other night, it was fun to see him getting to the rim and finishing. And yeah. kind of getting inside that lane and finishing because, boy, he was doing that really, really well in the summer, into the fall, into early. When the season got going, some of those were a little bit harder. But his numbers are starting to go up. You start to see that confidence going with him, and uh, can he be a leader? Because I he, think I he, think you know is. just getting into the program and integrating. I'm just going to say it's tough early, and yeah, but he is like right? he's one of the voices. He's one of the voices you hear from a lot in in the film room stuff, or when we're meeting, when we're talking about stuff. He's usually one of the first ones to speak up with it, and and, and which is good. And because we've been a quiet team, and we've it's it's something that I think he's definitely not necessarily the guy that's worried about being quiet yep. which is great and, and honestly Tyree has a little bit of that as well in him too like he's not afraid to come up and and, and say what's on his mind some on, on certain things and because he's smart he's been around he's seen it so 
and, and I think his his ability to talk with some of the guys. But like, you know, just you know, like I told our guys today, we've got I don't know, it's close to probably seventy days less left of our regular season here. Yeah. I told you, I told Tim that and let's uh, let's have fun, man. Let's compete. Let's try to be the best team we can be. Bingo, let's, have let's, fun. Let's and well, and, and you when know, you have fun, you're going to work hard. And it's it's something that we remind the guys all the time of, right? But there's a responsibility to freedom having fun, everything else. What's fun to you? I mean, fun to me is competing. Fun yeah. to me is going down and, and giving everything you've got to it. And, 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 and the guy next to you, believing in him and having that trust and having that, you know, those are the things that we're, we're, we're competing for. They like each other. It, it, it's fun to listen to them. It's fun to see them when they're together. These guys like each other, but dang it, we got we to gotta go out there and, and, and be the kind of team we can be more consistently. Northern Colorado tomorrow night. The Bears coming off a couple of nice wins over Air Force. Are they any in, good? In, in, yeah, the, that program's been very steady and uh, got a nice, uh, what, 15-point win against Northern Arizona here yeah. to open up their Big Sky season. Uh, two of my favorite name players are coming into town. You've got uh, one named DeJure, uh, I think, uh, DeJure Reeves, and yep. then also uh, St. Thomas, I think, is on that team as well. St. Thomas. Yeah, that, that's exactly <laughs> so well neither one of those guys you guys might talk at him and go ah! yeah he only played six minutes but he's Saint, leading in, in scoring Saint i think Tom, it's, yeah st thomas is a, a really talented six foot seven six foot eight kid that yep. can do a lot of different things and DeJore was a transfer a, a junior college transfer that has been scoring well for them really talented he was out whether it's hurt or sick he didn't play and, and they had a lot of other guys off the bat. They had, you know, the, the Langston Rental kids really stepped up for them. The Block yep. kid really stepped up for them. So, so two guys off the bench. Did, I think the Block. I think Block started right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and then you know the the other kid, the Wisney. Reynolds kid, came off the yeah. bench. But you no know, Wisney. Yeah, good good inside. They're physical. Um, they they shot it at such a high percentage against Northern Arizona. I think they were close to like sixty eight percent from the field in that game. Yikes. So the good, they're really, they're really talented. And, uh, you know, it's funny, their head coach was one of my first recruits as an assistant coach. So Steve Smiley is, was Sundance. You recruited him. So Steve Smiley and Sundance Wicks were roommates in college at Northern State their first year. They were my first two recruits. So the Green Bay head coach and then now the Northern Colorado head coach were both guys that I got to, as an assistant coach. Got Do you remember coach. that first visit you brought somebody? Who was more nervous, the – the student athlete, or were you as trying to get organized for a visit? Well, what's funny about those two guys is those guys were never nervous about much of anything. You know? <laughs> I mean, they, they, they were always a little bit lively. You know, Steve's a Colorado kid. He's a Pomona High School, um, and and uh, his dad was his high school coach, uh, Tim Smiley. But just a good, good, good human, good guy. He's doing an awesome job in Northern Colorado, and excited for him. And it's going to be fun to compete against his team tomorrow. And and it's it's like we say to our guys all the time, man, what an awesome opportunity! Like it's a good team. They got a talented group of guys. We're going to have to come out and really be good. We're going to have to come out and play with some great energy, and we're going to have to come out defensively and get this thing going. Um, and kind of get that vibe back. Kind of get that that juice back that we had going. Yeah, it, it, it's in there. I know it is. Let's have a great one tomorrow night. Let's uh, have a great week with another test coming up against uh, the Lumberjacks of Northern Arizona as well. We've got to get uh, a new wheel for Kelsey. Uh, we, I think we're a couple weeks out yet still. So so three Come weeks on. out. We're on Suck countdown. it up over there. Coach, Come on. Coach Sather, thanks for coming in tonight. <laughs> uh, we'll see you tomorrow at the Betty, and uh, look forward to our visit then, and then we'll see you tomorrow night.
Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Coach. Head Coach Paul Sather, UND Men's Basketball, everybody. Big week for them in non-conference play in the uh, Big Sky Summit League Challenge against Northern Colorado and Northern Arizona. The Bears in town tomorrow night. UND Women will be in action tomorrow night. Jack Michaels on the call. Uh, he'll be here locally uh, in Grand Forks on 100.3 The Cat and also on 740 The Fan KNFL tomorrow night. They'll start their pregame at um, 7.30, tip at 8. Ours will start at 6.30, tip at 7 on 14.40 KKXL and the mighty 790 KFGO tomorrow night as we get into men's and women's basketball midweek action. Tim, you'll be on Friday and Saturday night from Elfringlestead Arena, the comfy confines. Um, and with you and Mike Lemoyne, it will be a listen. I will yes. be tuned in for that. So we want to thank everyone for coming out, for joining us yet again, whether purposely or not, and stumbled upon it. That's okay, too, for another edition of Hawk Talk. And uh, we'll be back here next week with a, yet another go of Hawk Talk from the official grocery store of UND Athletics, Hugo's Pier Market, and the 506 Pub for every each and every show, each and every Tuesday from 6 to 7, downtown Grand Forks. For Tim Hennessy, I'm Paul Ralston. Everybody have a great week. We'll see you out at the Betty tomorrow night. Back at the Betty coming up on Saturday for women's basketball and Friday and Saturday night at the Ralph. Otherwise, have a great week, everybody. From downtown Grand Forks, this is Hawk Talk on the Home of Economy Radio Network.